0: A word for today. Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. We saw yesterday that Peter's last will and testament spends a great deal of its time addressing the topic of false teachers. False teachers are what will oppose the most important thing there is, which is the written Word of God in our world today. And Peter wants his readers, his listeners, to grow up and to realize what the world is really like and the activity of false teachers. It's Tuesday, the 26th of January, and we're continuing with 2 Peter chapter 2, verse one. I took the phrase, there will be false teachers among you yesterday, where Peter is explaining that false teachers will be present among the people to which he is writing, and he means by that the evangelical churches. But firstly, I want to deal with what false teacher itself means. What is a false teacher? Well, a false teacher is not uh, defining teaching. It's defining a person. The adjective false applies to the teacher not the teaching. So all teachers make mistakes from time to time. That doesn't make them false teachers. But a false teacher is a teacher who is not a teacher. The word in the original language is pseudo didaskalos, pseudo meaning false. Um, And uh, what is pseudo is appearing to be something that it isn't. So what Peter is saying is that these people in the context is obviously uh, teaching spiritual teachers, uh, that they are not teachers. And that means that they won't just make mistakes, but that everything that will come out of them is false, is designed to serve a false and corrupting purpose, even when they actually teach the truth. When they teach the truth, it will be done so in a way that is out of context with a destructive and misleading intent. They are false teachers. Now this um, subject is the topic of many warnings in the Bible. There is a huge amount of teaching about false teachers in the Bible, though we don't seem to come across it very much in the church, generally speaking. But uh, we're going to look uh, this morning um, at Matthew chapter 7, verse 15. This is the Sermon on the Mount. Jesus is speaking, and he says this. Beware of false prophets. A false prophet is, again, it's the same thing as a false teacher, although it would also apply to the Old Testament. They are people who purport to speak for God, but don't, because they are not what they claim to be. So to go back to Matthew 7.15, beware of false prophets, says Jesus, who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly are ravenous wolves. I went for years without understanding what this meant. I used to think that they, coming in sheep's clothing meant they dressed up as little sheep, you know, going bah, bah, dressed in uh, clothing that made them look like sheep. But actually the truth is much more devastating. Who is it? who would wear sheep's clothing, if you saw a man in those days striding about in a fleece, what you would be seeing is a shepherd. So Jesus is describing those who uh, purport to be shepherds. They are leaders within the church. They arrogate to themselves spiritual responsibility for teaching. And Jesus says, Beware of those who are false. And then he goes on, But inwardly, are ravenous wolves. He says their purpose is opposite to what it appears. They may be dressed in sheep's clothing like shepherds, but their aim is to behave like wolves. They see the flock as something to be predated upon, as something that is there to serve and feed them. And they don't care how deadly their effects are upon the flock. That is of no concern to them whatsoever. They are looking after number one. Now this um, concern for false teaching, which Jesus gives voice to there, is also expressed by him in Mark chapter 13 verses 5 to 6. Mark 13 is a chapter of apocalyptic prophecy. We find equivalent chapters in both Matthew and Luke as well as in Mark. And uh, I guess the equivalent in John is the book of Revelation, also written by John, as uh, many of you will know. But in Mark's Gospel, as in the other apocalyptic chapters in the other Gospels, Jesus is asked the question by his disciples, what are the signs of the end? What's going to happen at the end? What will signify the end and when are these things going to come to pass? And Jesus' answer, his first recorded answer in Mark's gospel is this. See that no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name. Do you see, he ignores the question. He goes straight to the prime warning. To Jesus, it is top of the list, that warning against false teachers. And he goes on to say that there will be many of them. He says, doesn't he, many will come in my name. So he's saying they will come in the name of Jesus. They will come purporting to represent Jesus and to teaching the spiritual truths of God as revealed in Jesus. They will come in his name with his authority, ostensibly speaking, but they will actually lead you astray. And he's saying, look out, that's more dangerous to you than the worst kind of persecution of the world, the worst kind of natural disaster that could happen to you, the worst thing, the most dangerous thing that endangers your very souls, your eternity, are false teachers. Look out for them. As we come back to that phrase in 2 Peter 2, as uh, Peter echoes the warning of the false teachers, where he says there will be false teachers among you, it's startling to see that he's emphasizing that these false teachers are to be found Amongst his readers. You see, he's not saying now go and look in the far distance at those cathedrals and you can spot all the false teachers herding around there. No, he's saying they are amongst you. Now this idea was picked up by Paul in Acts twenty. Interestingly, Paul's last words to the Ephesian elders are at Miletus. And this is what Paul said according to Acts twenty verses twenty nine to thirty. After my departure, fierce wolves will come in among you, not sparing the flock, and from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things to draw away the disciples after them. You see, what uh, Paul is saying to those church leaders, those local church leaders at that time, is that what is going to happen is they use the same A metaphor that Jesus used. Jesus spoke about ravenous wolves and Paul there is speaking about fierce wolves. They will come in among you, he says, not sparing the flock. They are ruthless in their actions. They have no pity or compassion. And then he goes on, from among your own selves will arise men speaking twisted things, to draw away the disciples after them. Do you see what he's saying? He's saying that from within the ostensible evangelical church will arise men who will speak twisted things. So they will speak truth that has a twist on it, and their motive will be to secure a following, to draw away the disciples after them. They will want to get those they speak to, under their own control. They will wish to draw them out of the main fellowship of wherever church they are gathered into a kind of private, rather unregulated sort of fellowship where they will exert power over them. That's the classic motive of the false teacher. They are serving themselves. So the purpose of Peter's writing here is not to... Uh, superficial rabble rising, so we all go and storm the Capitol, or perhaps I should say the cathedral. Uh, No, he is providing a very serious warning to us of a very relevant danger that will be right in amongst us. And so what lies ahead as we continue in the days ahead to look at these verses in 2 Peter 2 is to approach them in a way that is humble and sober so that we would learn to guard us and our loved ones where we are. That's the point of the teaching that's going to follow. Do keep joining me every day this week as we look at this important material. Heavenly Father, what a danger false teachers are. Father, we note that they top the list of your dear son's warnings to his disciples and us. Please, would we be willing to learn to come out of situations of perhaps naivety where we do not know about these things or we don't want to know about these things. Please open both our minds and our hearts to understand and receive what you would teach us in the days ahead. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.